Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. Hope everyone is all good and well out there. We're starting the show with smiles because, you know, the chemistry is so good. Before the show, we're having jokes and whatnot. We're going to try to bring you more of that as the shows go along. Um, we did a little snippet of it the other week when we started the show without Lee. I hope you guys are enjoying the extracurricular, I'll call it, um, <laughs> topics and, and banter that we're bringing on this show. Um, but big up Jordan, Lee and James, as always. We're all here. It's not 8 a.m. That's why I'm so fresh-faced. I don't think we're going to be doing no more 8 a.m. because James can't do it. So hopefully you see us more fresh-faced moving forward. I, I can do 6 a.m., 7 if that's easier. I know, what, I, know, I, I know what you're on, Jordan. Yeah, I know what you're Just on. Just saying, if 8 don't work... We can do it an hour earlier. Six. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the good. point, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that a green screen? A green screen at the back there, uh, um, James, or is that actually your bed? That's actually what? that's actually my bed. Why? Ah, well, well, yeah. I well, I got a green screen. I bought a green screen and I projected <laughs> a fake bedroom. What? What's wrong with you? in your bedroom, then, are you? Yes, I'm in my bedroom. Okay, I just, I was just I was out of curiosity. That was all. Just Is that all right? Okay. Where are you? By the pillars, I see. Huh? What's that? I see you've got fluffy pillars. Do you know what? They're very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on you here? Know? What's going on? Here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking weird questions. <laughs> <laughs> so they're nice and comfy. I get to go to bed thinking, ah, top of the league. I just sink into the pillows. Ah, and right. It's nice. Very nice good segue. Oh, good segue. Good segue. Yeah, I'll see what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> that was very good. Professional as always, James. All right, cool. The smiles are there because of the banter. But when we look at the result, um, we've become somewhat used to starting the show with smiles because of the results this season. Um, coming up to this weekend, we had only lost one fixture, 13 out of 14. Um, 13 wins out of 14 games. We headed to St. Mary's, somewhat a bogey away stadium for us in recent history, and they pegged us back 1 1. A lot to talk about in the game, um, a lot of satellite stuff to talk about with the referees, with the chances missed, and, and, and so on. Whether the Europa League is starting to impact us and fatigue is showing. But Lee, I talked to you already, James, I've talked to you already. So, Jordan. Um, let's start with you. What did you make of the game against Hamilton <clears throat> and yeah, how it panned out? Uh, not great. wasn't great. Um, I, 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 it wasn't great, but I don't, I'm not losing my head in the way that I think a lot of Arsenal fans I've seen losing their head. We all predicted uh, a win before the match. I think we did that on the premise that if you're looking to get top four or even have higher aspirations, you need to be beating what is an average at best Southampton team, even away. Um, but the, the reality is that we're not going to win every single game. We're not going to win every game. We're not going to win every game that we should win in the same way that against Leeds, we won a game that we shouldn't have won. So I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy about it. It's a point. My, I, I keep repeating this, but one of my big things is if you're not going to play well, still find a way to get something. I thought we played really well in the first half. Very wasteful, I felt. Once again, as usual, started the game really well. I'm loving how we're starting games. We're starting games with an energy. We're on it. We're pressing our shape, our intensity, our, our ball playing. It's, it's, it's brilliant. We're just failing to really kill off games in the way that I think we could um, and should, even in first halves. I think if we take our chances in that first half, it's three points and it's a wrap. So it's um, we started really well in the first half, I thought. Second half, I thought, was really bad. 
Mm. I thought I thought I thought Southampton deserved to get at least a point. I mean, I could argue they might have over ninety minutes shaded it. I, I, I think there's an argument that they shaded it 50-50 If we agree on that, um, but I think the draw was probably the fair result. But um, I, yeah, I'm I'm not too angry about it. I'm disappointed because you you want to keep the run going. I think the only saving grace for us is that Bar City, and I still don't think we're in a race with City. All of our rivals drop points as well. That was the only. That was the only kind of, I suppose, thumbs up for us. Yeah, everyone else dropped points as well. So, in in that sense, um, you know, it, it could have been a worse weekend. But my kind of, we'll get to some of the players that I want to talk about. I'm sure later on. But um, overall, not a great result, but not not a bad one. I think my, my final point would be that. We're going for a little bit of a lull, and that could be for many, many reasons. Mm. Many games in a very short period of time, lots of travelling. Um, I think a couple of players are, are kind of like, just they've dipped their levels a, a little bit, which, I, as I mentioned, I'll get to a bit later on. But I think if we can just ride out this period and try and pick up some wins and grind out some wins between now and the World Cup, I'm not going to be too angry. It was never going to be smooth sailing for the whole season. We're going to have to ride through these periods. And I'm just, I'm just happy... I put happy with a small H that we got a point because if you're not going to play well, get something from the game, and we did that. So we, we got a point, not great, but I'm not going to I'm not going to berate them too much. Am either. I right in saying that to you? It's more a point game than two points dropped. I think it is. I think it is because I think in performances and games where you don't play well, and as I mentioned, we're not going to play well every game. Find a way to get something, especially away, especially away. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's an away point. I know. I know it's Southampton, but it's an away point. And Southampton are random. They're a really weird team, Southampton. They will be one of our rivals at their ground. They will be at Spurs or a United mm. or a City. They will be someone at their ground because they're a random team. They might get battered by another rival as well, five or six, but they're that sort of team. So I, I'm not angry. I do see it as, I do see it as, when you look at it calmly, I do see it as a, as, as a point, as a point gained. James, we, we I lost. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, go on, go on, Turkish. I just want to head to you next anyway, because James, I mean, sorry, Jordan said um, Southampton, you know, probably edged it over the 90 minutes. And that's where I think I disagree with him. I Poss think, possibly. I mean, 50-50, but yeah. Yeah. I, well, to be honest, I even disagree with that. I think Arsenal, well, not deserved, but I think Arsenal had enough in that game overall to really make it feel like two points dropped for me rather than a point gained. But I also agree with you that you know, in those type of games, if you do manage to take away a point, especially after that second half performance, then you, you can look back at that point um, later on in the season in, in good light. James, what did you make of it? Southampton edge it 50-50? Arsenal maybe deserve to do it? or No, I thought Arsenal did enough to win it, but also it draws a fair result. Does that make any sense? Like, you know, we created enough big chances um, that really Jesus should have put one, if not two of them away. That scooped ball by Odegaard. So on TV, yeah. it obviously would have looked a lot better. But from where I was, I was kind of at the back of the other goal, the goal we were shooting to in the second half. So when I saw it, I thought, why, why are you, you know, lifting it in the air like that? Just shoot. But actually, it was a real bit of magic from Odegaard. I think Jesus should have done a little bit better. And then when you kind of accumulate all the... Yeah. Um, when you accumulate those kind of chances, I think really we could have been two, three, four up. And then even in the last 10 minutes, yes, yeah, Southampton had their moments. But as Tierney came on, actually, we looked like we were starting to get back into it. So, yeah, I think we could have won that game. But a 1-1's fair enough because of the endeavour that Southampton showed, the little tactical tweak they went going to back five, I think. Uh, definitely nullified us more in the second half. And they had, they had moments, a little bit like I was saying Leeds last week. They were, without having lots of shots on goal, they were kind of creating chaos in, in some ways. Uh, so one one's kind of fair. Um, talking about it being a point gained, I mean, it's one of those that you don't reflect on it in the moment as a point gained because of who we are and the injuries they've had and naturally <coughs> expect Arsenal to beat Southampton. But, you know, I, I referenced this in the live show I did with Robbie on AFTV yesterday, which is that if... Last season, we missed out by two points to Tottenham. We lost 13 games. 13 games. Yeah. And think how many of those games, we didn't play great, but we probably could have got a point. People forget that Palace, when we lost 3-0, <clears> we were actually 2-0 down for a lot of that game and had quite a few chances to get back. Now, let's just say we pulled it back to 2-2. Two -two. Let's say Brighton at home, we play terribly, but it's a 1-1. Southampton away last year, we lost 1-0. 
But we, we probably deserve to win. Didn't even get a point. Everton, we were 1-0 up. They scored two goals in the last 10 minutes. These are all get like away games or, or just games in general. United at Old Trafford, we play really well. We lost. Okay, that happened this season too. These are all games we came away with with nothing to show for it. Not even, oh, we played badly, but we'll take the point and move on. We had absolutely nothing to show for, for those performances and results or, or even just the, the, the effort. And at least now we could put a point on the board. Tottenham lost. We've gained some extra margin on them and you know what if at the end of the season we've drawn seven and only lost three that would look better than if we you know drawn to and it's, I'm, I'm stating the obvious but getting a point sometimes you've got to go okay cool at the end of the season I think that will matter I mean we, we all want to dream and and the, the run we the run we've been on and I'll probably inc- and I'll include the Southampton one because we're still top of the table and and yes City are only a couple behind but when you look at third fourth they're they're more than a game behind in terms of um, you know one game turnaround. We all want to dream, and and I, I I look at it like this. I've always said from the start of the season, being top four comfortably in January, going into February, and I think results like that after performances like that, I guess it um, goes a long way into ensuring you get top four. But obviously, the dream was can we keep this up and really head into a title challenge? I'm still parking that off. I still think this result. Like you said, James, in previous seasons, we would have probably lost that game and maybe walked away with nothing and this would have been a very different conversation. This time round, listen, Liverpool lost, Tottenham lost. I guess there's a point gained on those teams. Um, Chelsea and United drew um, and obviously we got a point as well. It's only Manchester City out of the big six sides that have managed to pick up three points. And I'm going to include Newcastle in the conversation now as well because 11, 12 games into the season, they're in and around a top four yeah. battle, even though it's very early in the season. Lee, we watched it together. Mm. Um, I know how you felt straight after, but it's been it's been a uh, a day or so since. Um, how you feeling now? Still, still um, angry. Still angry about what happened. Still really annoyed by it all, I know. But first of all, the positives for it all, and and, and <coughs> the context of the game and all that. I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, there were positives from that game. They've really put it on us. They put in loads of pressure on. Uh, corners and long throws, and I've seen us buckle many a times on things like that. Never looked like we was going to concede. Actually, conceded a goal to a very well um, mm. work goal from them. I thought the dummy, you know, um, would get criticised for it, but you know, he's, it was invented from them, and it was a good move from them. If I'll be honest, if we'd have done that move, we'd have all been going, "Oh, what a great move that was!" So, give them credit for that. Um, Yes, chances. I think we've got to, we've got to address that. You know, what I mean, it, it was um, too many. We're getting we're having too many of those chances now, and not not putting them to bed. You know, that's uh, hasn't really made too much of a difference. You know, we had three or four. Jesus had a couple against Spurs. He, uh, we had a couple against Liverpool. Got away with it, like you know, and we just sh- like shied off a little bit like you know Hulugard uh, has come into a little bit of criticism or um, uh, um, you know and uh, um, you know or Jesus sorry has got a lot of criticism but Hulugard's got to come into that he, he, you know he should have had he should have scored as well but I actually think if if Hulugard, um if Jesus takes that chance you know everybody's going oh well, that's what he's there to do you know create he's created a couple of chances in the last game in which we scored a couple of assists uh, so, what really pains me, and, it, and, and uh, is that Arsenal fans are, are, are quite quick to jump on having a go at Jesus, having a go at Gabriel, having a go at Ulugard, but oh, oh, you can't blame it on the ref. Yeah, you can this one night, you know, and I am going to blame it on the ref because at the end of the day, that is a massive, massive decision it's for the penalty. Um, it's a penalty. I don't give a, you know tangle of legs I've heard from that crack. <laughs> I've heard a tangle of legs from Who, who said that? Oh, oh uh, Dermot. Our, our mate Dermot. Dermot, that former referee. Thank God he's a former referee. A tangle of the legs. Uh, when, like, when, were these, when were these legs? I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and, and he did touch the ball, you know what I mean? After he'd grabbed his nuts and pulled his hair and everything else, like, he did touch the ball, so we let him off, you know? Absolutely I've got crack. to say, the and worst the bit of analysis before, I've ever heard in my life. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a the joke. Worst. The worst. The week before, when Kane gets a little touch, oh, that's a definite penalty. There's contact, but a tangling of legs, a rugby tackle, uh, not a penalty. The geezer is an absolute prat, and I'll tell you what: if I actually see him, I would say to him, "You are a." 
bit more, might be, might, might, maybe put just, a little just, just, just get a mirror, Lee. Just get a mirror and then just say to the, to the mirror, you're an absolute prat. <laughs> He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Sorry. Well, I do, sorry. I do sorry, get sorry, it. Lisa. I sorry, Lisa. Like sorry. It. Sorry. Like it. sorry. You In a Turkish. Oh, I do get it. Like, yes. You horrible man. Yes, I do. Like, you know. How dare you? Sorry, like. sorry, 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 sorry. The comments are coming for you having a go at me like that. Lee's burner account will be on you, Jordan. No, no, I just think it's just a ridiculous decision. Nice. Also, right, because he's not played the ball. It's a sending off, right? Now, this Dermot, old, old Dermot again, you know, a couple of years ago when um, David Louise got... Um, Wolves. W- Wolves, it's definite sending off. But this week, it's not like, you know what I mean? It's just, I, I don't know what, he's a waste of space on there. Like, you know, it's a, it, as it happens, it's a comedy show now, as far as I'm concerned. Like, And Paul Robinson, ex-Spurs fan, he's <laughs> goalkeeper's going, yeah, I agree. Yeah, of course you do, you Spurs twat. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's just a ridiculous... Ridiculous thing. Anyway, we should have got a penalty and a sending off. That is a game-changing moment, which will take us to... We could go 2-0 up with 10 men and, you know, probably, like, fill your boots. Jesus might have got Atrick and whatever. It was always going to come back and bite us. I always said it was going to, like, after that, like, you know. We, we, we were saying it in the stream. We say, I'm pretty sure people were saying it in the crowd and people around that. Got to take their chances, otherwise that could come back and haunt us. And it did. It is fact that it did. Now, I'm going to go back onto it last week, like, you know, when you have a look at a, refer- a linesman last week, let's, let's get this right about the linesman last week in the Leeds game, yeah? He is on the line at a Premier League game. Why? Because he's probably one of the best people in an elite job, right, yeah? 20 yards away, seeing a full scene, right, he comes to the conclusion that it's a sending off and a penalty to Leeds. He's supposed to be elite, don't 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 go right with me. And then I see the decisions going against us. Like I'm pretty sure you've seen it. The montages on on Twitter yep. of, of this. It, it, you know, it is insane how poor it was. But oh, we can't ever go at a referee, or we can't blame what the are referee. You, yes, what are you insinuating? What, sorry, what are you, what are you insinu- Go on, go on, James. Why, why, why does it look like Lee's complaining to the headmaster at school and he's t- and Turkish is taking notes? Is that what they did, is that? Right. Yeah. And where did this occur? Right. You watch next parents' evening what I'm going to say. Let me deal with it. I honestly think it was an absolute... I'm going to say shit show of a refereeing yesterday. Really so let, 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 let's cut. Let's cut to it, Lee. What are you insinuating? What are you suggesting? Corruption. Nonsense. Absolute crap. Crap. What? 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 what, 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 what Lee. Right. It's, it's, go on then. Go on then, right. Mister Smartass. Why is that right. not? Why is that not sending off him? So, so, the the foul on Jesus is probably a penalty and a red card. I'm with you there, Dermot Dermot uh, Gallagher. I think I, I'm not a fan of his. All these referees on TV, they're all clowns. So I'm with yeah. you there as well. But, but what I'm fed up of hearing from, and I don't care about other fans, I care about my family, Arsenal fan base. Yep. Is this nonsense about conspiracy, wow, 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 conspiracy theories, agendas. It's only against Arsenal. Listen, on Nottingham Forest fan TV, they're saying the same thing. On Derby County fan TV, they're you saying the same thing. You're not worried thing. about other blatant teams. And now no, 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 no. no. The the, but the like, reason why I, I mean. do bring them up is to, to make my point that every group of fans thinks that I've every got, referee is against their team. Point. I've just give you a great point, Jordan, right? I'll give you a great point. I've set you up for it. Like Last week at Leeds, an elite person see that there and yep. come to the conclusion that it's yep. a penalty yep. and a sending off to Gabriel when he's been fouled. He's an elite person. How can he see that as an elite top of the okay. range linesman and come to that conclusion? In, in in real time, in real time, is that the worst decision in the world? It's wrong. He was wrong. But is it the worst decision in the world? Is it a shocker? Which one? Yeah, I think it was. I said it at the time. All right. I said it at the time. I said, how can you come to that conclusion? Nah, the red card at Leeds. All right, all right. I'll tell you what. Okay. I'll tell you what the worst decision I've seen in the last few weeks. The worst decision went in our favour. The Gabriel red card against Liverpool at the Emirates. To this day, I have no idea 
how that's not called in real time. It's the most blatant handball you will ever see. It went oh, our way. I don't give a shit. I don't care. It went our way. Stop this crying about referees anti Arsenal. It's so loserish. Sometimes they go for you, sometimes they don't. Uh, we didn't uh, play uh, well on Sunday, Lee. We didn't play well. I'm no, fed up with uh, blaming referees for no, things I'm that not, don't... I'm not, I'm, I'm, we win the game 5-0. We win the game 5-0. That, that incident isn't even spoken about. It's not spoken about. I because we drew 1-1, everyone's making a bigger deal of it. Was it the wrong decision? Yeah, it was. It was. But this idea that referees have it in for Arsenal is so rubbish. Right, it annoys well, how comes, me. All right, how come, all right, I'll go again then. How well, comes... Granite Xhaka gets sent off for just touching uh, um, uh, a player. I've seen a punch is being thrown. I've seen a, a headbutt thrown. I'm not. I'm not saying it was the referee because he could actually miss that. Yeah. But why hasn't VAR got involved? And I'm going to say this now. I agree with you there. I agree with you right, there. How comes VAR and got involved? And then I watch a game against Manchester City and um, Brighton the day before. There's a when when um, Bernard Silva deliberately makes contact with it and, and VAR get involved. So, 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 just so I'm, I'm clear, so you're saying that the referees have a conspiracy against Arsenal. Is that all we're saying no, here? No, I don't know. Listen, all I'm going to say, I'm not saying just Arsenal here. I'm going to say this, right? I wouldn't surprise me in the next five years, right, that it comes out that a referee is taking a bribe or something like that, like, you know what I mean? And it's like wow. living, in a, living in a Dubai, got a yacht and all that, like. I would not surprise me because if it did happen, I'm going to come back and go, well, look, look, there's too many, too many things. Lee, Lee, look, I've defended referees and officials for a long time. Up until about a year ago, I think refereeing is a hard job to do. I don't, I don't have an issue with calling out. This is, the, this is a debate platform. We're four Arsenal fans debating Arsenal. I have no issue in Arsenal fans or any fans calling out the decisions that referees get wrong. I don't have an issue with that. My issue is with the howlers, the ones that are inexcusable. For me... Referees will get things wrong. They'll sometimes go for you, sometimes go against you. My thing is, we're top of the league right now. So I'm saying, let's control the controllables. Let's win the game, irrespective of shabby refereeing, which I agree has dropped in the last few years. I agree with that. But this idea that I'm hearing, I only saw a couple of fan cams, and I had to stop. Everyone's crying and bitching about, referee, referee, shut up. Shut up and get on with it. Just get on with it. Get on with it. Yeah. Probably end the podcast there then. <laughs> you know what? I'm, 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 I'm not saying we don't discuss wrong decisions, but this I'm, idea I'm that the there's some kind of agenda against only us. I'm not, is I'm so... not saying it's agenda just against us. Some, some, some are, some are though. Maybe not you, but some are. I, I'm saying I feel there's corruption going all that. Why? Why? Can someone tell me why that? Right, we can't. Right, no one can come up and turn around and say to me why that penalty wasn't given or VAR didn't get involved. We can agree on that. So that tangle on the, of on legs. So it's a tangle of legs. The flip side of that is, why have they got involved with a penalty at, at, um, at Manchester City and um, Brighton when everybody has turned around and said it's not a penalty? Why have they got involved? I mean, so I can't, there's I can't, got I, to I, be I a reason. There's I can't. Incompetence. They cannot be this poor. Incompetence. Basically. Incompetence. I don't think there's any corruption. <laughs> You're right there, John. I, I, I don't think there's any... I don't <laughs> believe there's corruption. And... <laughs> Shut up, Lee. Trying to be serious here, Lee. Shut up, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't Sorry, subscribe God, to this. Are they just that poorly? Is that what we are saying here, then? They're, yes, they're, 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 I think I, they are, Lee. I think they are. Got, I, something's got to be done about it, then, because it's shocking. I, I, I agree with you there, but what I'm saying is, is that if we agree the refereeing standards have dropped, they've dropped across the board. That means that some games, it's gonna their, their poor quality will go for you. Some you, games, their poor quality will go against you. Yeah. Did you, so see, I, did you see the um on the so quick, Did you see the Cardiff Swansea game? Anybody see that? I didn't know. No. Oh, I just ball, that that. One. ball comes across, he punches it like that. <laughs> the one in the ground sees it. It's and that's in the championship. You know what I mean? It, you know what? It's so so poor. Jordan, yeah. Well, poor is one word that you can use to describe a lot of the moments and a lot of the decisions that are being made. Now, you cannot describe VAR as poor for not re-watching or bringing up a situation that's occurred. Because, for example, and, and what I was writing down earlier when James uh, mentioned the headmaster thing is as, as Lee yeah. brought the referee discussion in, 
There was a yellow card for a Saka dive that wasn't a dive. Disgraceful. There, there was an advantage. There, were, there, there was a moment in the second half where Saka was mm. being manhandled by one, two, three um, Southampton players. The referee put his one arm out to indicate advantage. About a second later, Saka loses the ball and the referee then proceeds to put both arms out to signal advantage while Southampton run away with the ball. Then you have Jesus on the end of long balls. And I've put times three, four here because there was a few long balls into Jesus where the guy's arms were all around him and, and whatever. I don't expect VAR to get involved in those ones. Leave it to the referee. But I think the Saka yellow, the, the um, Jesus elbow, you know, the elbow and the... Was it Jesus got elbowed and punched? Yeah, it was Jesus. Yeah. The headbutt. These are things... And the penalty decision. Now, you cannot show me a clearer penalty. In, in football. Yes, there's worse tackles that, yeah, they, they could be atrocious tackles. But in terms of stopping a goal-scoring opportunity in the box, mm. my guy not only did it once and then kicked the ball and he fouled him after. So he fouled him twice in that one moment of, of, of play where Jesus just managed to stick his body between the, 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 the player and the ball. Now, the referee might miss that. You said real time, Jordan, and I agree with that. My thing is VAR was not used at all in that whole game with so many moments. Now, you cannot describe that as poor because it's just simply, it's just... They can because they're all part of the same. I lumped them. Refs, VAR, they are all one group. They're all poor. The VAR people are arguably worse because mm. they, get, they get monitors. They're all poor. I actually think the Saka diving booking and the, 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 the headbutt from uh, the, the, the Brazilian right back, yeah, I think probably. those were both worse than the non-penalty given. Those two for me were worse. The pen, the, the headbutt is a it's, a it's a red. Yes, it's, it's a red. It's away from football, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a red, and the, and the Saka diving one was disgraceful. I think those two are actually bigger gripes than the Jesus one. I think, and boy, I'm not just being contrarian here. I think as much as Jesus is being is being restricted, I think halfway through he's thinking, I'm gonna get a pen. Let me go down, rather than thinking. I think he can still get a shot off. I still think he can still get a shot. If he tries to get a shot off, I th but I think he's got into his head, I'm going to get a pen for this. Go down, ref, ref, ref. So I'm not blaming it on him, but I actually think he could have still scored, believe it or not. The other two for me were worse. I'm just, I'm seeing all these things in the last 24 hours. I was just crying and crying. I'm like, the standards are low. Just deal with it. Big teams, get on with it. Big teams get bent over by referees and still go and win the game. We had enough chances. Look at Jesus. I agree. I, I agree. We had that. Yeah. Well, before James goes, before James goes in as well, and one thing in that I'm in favour of you, with you, Jordan, is it's just, it's not an Arsenal problem because I'll take one incident in the Chelsea Tottenham game where was it Kukurea's hair was just pulled. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't even give that. So that is literally the same sort of incident that I'm talking about here in, 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 that happened against you know, Southampton. I'll just say, Shane, Dermot Gallagher, right, turned around. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, they set him up for it, really. They said, the, the Chelsea Man United game, they, they said, is that a penalty? He said, oh, yeah, he's definitely grabbed hold of him. It's a penalty, like, you know. Right? <laughs> they went on to the Arsenal one and he said, no, no, it's not a penalty. It's a, it's a tangle of legs. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I, did, I missed that one. There, there, there isn't a conspiracy. I actually think across the um, Liverpool, uh, maybe the Leeds game, I think a few decisions probably went our way. I mean, they did. We haven't, we, we, we haven't discussed this, okay? But and actually, I didn't, couldn't really be bothered to read too much of the article. But you know, the article came out saying that Saka might have been offside, but they didn't actually have the cameras to be able to. Didn't have the right infrastructure to be able to tell. Was, so that's a, I think I, mean, I think he was offside, but uh, just saying. <laughs> point he is, would, wouldn't you? For, for what it's worth, I actually don't want. For what it's worth, oh, you taught them in want... disguise. Oh, you taught them in disguise. For what it's worth, I don't. I don't really want offside. Wasn't brought in to catch Saka out for those kind of things. So whatever. But you know. But the point is. How crap is that? <laughs> They're just like, oh, sorry. We turned up, turned up the cameras. What? So, excuse me? You know, incompetence. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it's, I've heard incompetent. I've heard poor. And this is another way of saying it. They're shit, guys. They're really shit. I mean, let's be honest. Like, and I'm, you know, everyone knows I'm one to hold back a little bit, you know. 
what about the other side? I've had enough. Like they are shit at their jobs. They really, no, they really them. are. And I'm sure, I'm sure. I think Neville and Carragher did a doc- documentary with them, or did a, an episode of something where they kind of learnt what it's all like, and they wanted to kind of open our eyes a little bit to what it, you know, what they do and how difficult it can be, or whatever. I'm sure it's a difficult job. I appreciate it is, and I'm sure that they actually, when you tally up all the decisions they make in a game, I'm sure they get 98% of them right. That's not the point we're talking about. We're talking about the really, really big ones, which. Why did we bring in VAR? Because we knew they needed help. If they were getting them right anyway, we wouldn't have been calling for VAR. We called for it to help them. It's actually highlighting how incompetent, and I've gone back to that word, everyone who runs that whole thing is. Because we live in a world where they can spot these things. They know the inconsistencies. They know that they know them. Like they, you know, it's sometimes I think the football gods wanted to almost like, really make their point of course the brosier mctominay one is given 24 hours before ours isn't do you know what i mean like of course they fell within a day of each other and there's like actually quite a few incidences when you look back at handballs that were a handball that was given a handball that wasn't or whatever it might be you know you look at that west ham one do you remember the mendy one the bowen mendy one yeah it's like what you know like they got involved with that yeah, they're I, shit. They're shit I, at what they do, and the whole infrastructure, everything needs a complete tear down and restart from everything. From well, they need to do it, James, because it's ruining football. It is ruining football. Speaking to to a few footballers today, they're getting fed up with it. I'm getting, you know, what I mean, like not, it's spoiling the enjoyment of a game of football now. Like, you know, what I mean, like, you know. Would you I'm, all I'm gonna, would you all take VAR there. away if given the opportunity? Would you no, go it's back? Got to be work no. I would, no, I, I wouldn't. I would. I would. I would. I wouldn't. The thing is, it's clear and obvious, right? Now, I was speaking to a Spurs fan today, like, who's, who's my mate. He's at the game of Spurs yesterday, right? It took them two and a half minutes to give Harry Kane's goal when they're looking for Very 45 easy. to a half hour to see if he's got a touch on, on it. That is not what VAR's for. It's not clear and obvious. You know what I mean? Like, So you're looking at a thing for a minute and a half to see if he's touched the ball or not. That's not what it's for. It's for absolute howlers, proper mistakes. You know, like the Abamyang one. Do you remember when he scored at Old Trafford when he was a mile onside? You know what I mean? Yeah. Silly things like that. Not all this getting rulers out for offsides and things like that. It's not designed for I that. Think, that I, th- I think we all agree that the referee standards are poor. And I, I, I get why everyone's vexed over the weekend. But I just think I, the referees, are, we can't control that. What we can control is as fans how we react to it. I don't talk about referees much anymore. One, because I didn't have a hard job anyway. But two, I don't know what the rules are anymore. Yeah, and when I look at the rules, point. when I look at the rules, I'm like, okay, that's fair enough. But then that wasn't applied to that game or that game, but it was in that game. So I don't even bother anymore. And what can also secret, annoys me, go on. They don't know the rules either. That makes it even worse, which makes it even worse. No one knows the rules. So we're watching a sport. When no one really knows the rules. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's madness. And, and, and I think what we do, but what I think as, with, with, with our fan base, what we do, which vexes me is, as a platform, we put up the referee. And this is, I'm, I'm coming for you here, James. We put up the referee ahead of a game on our platform. Why do we do that? But, well, maybe not you personally, but you're the, you're the most senior person here from AMTV <laughs> on the pot. So I'm giving, I'm giving it to you. It's all that sort of stuff. Maybe all that it's all his fault. All right. All right you know I don't mess around with social media, man. <laughs> I, I host but, my podcast. I go home, look after my son. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why we do that. Because one, it makes, it makes us the families look, 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 look a little bit loserish. So if we lose, we have, we have a prepared excuse. Oh, it was him refereeing. That's why. I, I don't understand why we do that. And I looked at some of the thumbnails to check out a couple of the Mandem's fan cams after the game. There's a few people I checked for. Premzy. Um, what's, that, what's the other guy that was on the pod a couple of weeks ago? Shirai. I like him. No, not Shirai, oh, but... Dan Potts. Dan Potts. Yeah. I checked for a couple, couple of their people. Every thumbnail had the referee or a complaint. I was like, drop me out. We just stopped crying about it. We didn't win the game because the referee didn't give the penalty. We didn't win the game because we wasn't good enough. That is the bare truth of it. Again, if we win the game 5-0... No one chats about Jesus getting dragged down. No one mentions it. I genuinely believe that. Let's be let's be accountable for what we can do rather than crying about what they're not doing. Do you, know, do you know what? Do you know what I agree with you for sure? Is um, this might this might sound harsh. I I, I really want it to come across the right way. <clears throat> I if I do talk about referees, I actually didn't my fan cam, but obviously I did in the player ratings and I went in a bit there. But 
when it comes to referees, I just call them the referee. Because I don't think there's this personal event that this guy hates Arsenal or that we should be like, I, I'm judging him purely on the job he does as a referee. Now, away from that, I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. I'm sure he's a family. I'm sure they, they want to be the best they can be in all these things. So I kind of agree. Like, I, I don't really want to highlight necessarily who it is. It's just making the point that as a collective, it, it, it's shocking. It's absolutely... I couldn't tell you who the referee was that didn't get the Kukurea hair pull. I couldn't tell you who got that wrong. But they got it wrong. As a collective, they've had an absolute fucking mare. And that ain't the ref, though, is it? The ref could miss that, James. That's the VAR should pick that up. That's this is I'm why saying. I'm putting them in as a collective. They're all crap. Yeah. They're all they're all rubbish. Well, I they're get all rubbish. The referees and, miss but, things. But, you know what I mean? Like they're human. But exactly, like, I, I feel mean, more sorry for refs than I like. Like the the refs are bad, but they want help, right? And VAR are failing them. But then I I think refs do do VAR shifts. Am I wrong? Or do they not? Yeah, I think that's what I was yeah. about to say. Right. So help yourself. It's, it's just it's, it's it's poor. It's poor. Yeah, I mean, Jordan used the word sympathize. And I used to sympathize with rest because it, it, it was a more difficult job prior to the video technology coming in. But now the technology comes in, you know, I, I just can't believe some of the things that is, that has been happening, not just in the Southampton game, but not just this season, across the last few years since it's been in place. Um, hopefully, hopefully, um, someone looks into it. I know earlier this season, the Premier League actually um, came out and, and held their hands up and said there was a couple of decisions that we've had, you know, we've looked into and we've we've talked about with PGMOL. Um, and that was the first time I've ever, ever seen anyone hold anyone accountable and disagree with a decision. So maybe slowly but surely we're getting more accountability. But like Lee said, a lot of people are getting fed up with it and, you know, it's not ideal, especially when we're sold this dream that VAR comes in and helps eliminate all of these, you know, problems that the referees seem to have. Can, can, can I just say, um, uh, if we move on from refs, I mean, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago about how I was really impressed with Gabriel Jesus and his, you know, he starts his Arsenal career, and I thought that actually I wanted more from him because I thought there was more in him. I don't know if he's carrying a knock or or whatever or whatever it may be. I thought he's been poor the last couple of games. I I think he needs to be. I, I never thought he'd be the killer 30 goal a season guy that I think other people did. But what I'm concerned about is that I'm concerned about him morphing into Lacazette. His link up play is phenomenal. His touch, his turn, his goal creation, his energy, his drive, his skill level is so elite. But we praised Lacazette for much, sorry, we criticized Lacazette for much of that because there were no goals. I need some more goals from Jesus. That chance he misses a big chance. And I, I, we praise him, right, rightfully so, for how he started his Arsenal career. I'm concerned that he may morph into this guy that is a really good attacking threat, gets a few assists here and there, gets a few good chances here and there, but ultimately isn't a killer that we need to kind of really take us to where we want to go. I, I, that was a really bad miss for me on, on, on the weekend. I'm not getting on to him. I'm not criticising him. I'm not blasting him. I'm just saying I, I need a bit more from him in these next few weeks. And I don't know if a lot of players have got the World Cup in their minds. So they're not kind of going full pelt. I don't know if that's kind of in people's minds now or not. But I need a bit more from him. And Ketia and, and Vieira, I thought when they came on, were absolutely atrocious. I thought those two players, the first time this season, I would use that word against any Arsenal player. I thought they were absolutely dog. They were awful. And Ketia did absolutely nothing. Uh, Vieira gave the ball away three or four times, created absolutely nothing. Um, I think a couple of fouls he gave away. We need in those sorts of games, those guys to come off the bench and really impact the game. If you're not going to score, fine. But they need to, they need to be creating chance. They need to be taking our team onto another level in that final part. I just thought it was worth mentioning. I thought we've been very complimentary about all of our players so far this season. But when I watched that game and those two came on and then the game finished, I thought those two were absolutely dog. I thought they were really, really, really poor. Do you know what it is for me with Jesus? And, and um, I slightly feel for him and the criticism he's getting now. Not because I disagree with you, Jordan. I actually agree. I want to see more goals from him. He should have buried that chance. Um, more so the older guard won over the, um, you know, the flick through. But then the second half chance as well. But I feel for Jesus because... I knew what he was coming in. He's not going to be that 20, 25, 30 mm. goal a year striker, um, 15 to 18, maybe 20 in a good season. But what he does is 
bring Xhaka more goals, you know, mm. bring Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli more chances and so on. And I actually think against Southampton, overall, he had a decent game. It's the chances he's missed that brings it down to he had a terrible game. Now, I also feel for him because this club didn't really... They've, let it, they, they, they've left it all, all eggs in one basket. And that's Jesus. I feel like with Eddie Nketiah as the backup, there's not enough difference. He's not really a difference maker where mm. if Eddie comes on, Eddie can lead the line and he's going to be that threat and he's going to get the goals in. He Sometimes he's on the left, sometimes he's floating around, sometimes we praise him for working hard. But the reality is, look at the second chance for Jesus in the second half. He creates that chance by winning the ball in our own mm. half. Mm. He lays it off, he makes the run, he goes through and he misses the chance and that's what people talk about. But... You are right again, Jordan. I feel like he, he's a link-up man. He, he'll help create chances for himself, for others. But I, I still feel like we needed that that different type of striker that in in games like, like Sunday, where it's 1-1 and it's 70, 75 minutes gone, you can change it up a little bit. What we did with Eddie coming on is, there you go. There's the position. There was literally no change in, in approach in, in, in how the, we set up. The, so, the, 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 there wasn't. If the tactic from Arteta is that... Jesus won't be the person in the box a la Haaland that's going to get you 30 goals. But what he will give you is link-up play so that the others around him can score goals. That's fine, but it's a gamble. Mm -hmm. It's a gamble. Because when he, what if the others aren't scoring? Or what if Jesus isn't in the team for a period of time? It's a, it's a gamble. And so far, it's, it's paying off. You know, he who I won't name um, had a really good game, got another goal. Um, we've seen Martinelli, Saka getting goals. Odegaard, calm. So if the, if the, if the tactic is... He won't be the, the box fox guy, but he will come deep and bring others into play to get their goals. I'm not I'm not necessarily against that. But um, when he does get his chances, I need to see more from him. I'm, again, I'm not getting on to him because he's had a brilliant start and he's definitely elevated our team and our attack. But I've just a couple of games now. I don't know if he's not fully fit or the World Cup. I don't know what it is, but I just need to see a little bit more killer instinct from him in and around the goal. Yeah, I, you know, I hear that. You know, with with Eddie as well, I I think he's got a little bit of un, unfair criticism. I'm going to say that he was put onto the left wing, and I think a lot of that was down to because if the frustration is um, why was take why Martinelli was taken off, and I I get a feeling that, uh, that people would rather slag off Eddie than than slag off the manager for that decision. I don't know why that was why that was done. Um, uh, and Eddie was put out to the left hand side when you've took off your probably one of your most uh, you know players that look like he could always do same. Martinelli is always dangerous. I don't really understand that that substitution why it was. And I thought Eddie's just been given a little bit like lamb to the slaughter on it. Really, like you know, I mean, he's chucked out on the wing. All our options went down there. I actually think that um, you're right about um, Eddie and, and, and um, Vieira didn't come on done well. I thought the substitution of Tierney was a good one. I thought, yeah, right, that right, was good. Yeah, bring on Tierney, keep Martinelli on there because then he can feed him that little bit quicker. I just don't know why he done that substitution. There's two games we've dropped points now, and I think the substitutions have been poor. I don't really see mm. why he he he, he took took uh, Martinelli off for, for Eddie in that role, and, and I just felt that. Eddie was just sort of them to slaughter him a little bit, like, and I feel it was Can a little bit something? unfair on him. Someone, I want to remember what video it was in. I've been tactical insight uh, today. S someone um, posted a comment saying Arteta wasn't going all out for the win. Like you could see that in his subs. Normally he'd go with that three at the back with kind of Martinelli and Saka or whatever as wing backs and go two up top. And it got me thinking, you know, actually, kind of as I was listening to you guys. And I don't know, not say this is right or wrong, but Arte, you know, Southampton were having some joy and could have won it if they'd been a little bit, had shown a little bit more quality in one of their final attacks. Do you think maybe, you know, looking at what happened against United, although I appreciate the quality they have, the run we've been on, Arteta just kind of looked at the bigger picture and went, all right, I'll mix it up, but I'm not going all out to win this because we don't have to win this. Yeah, and like, actually, you know, it could have been more damaging to lose the game. You know, I mean, maybe? All, all three subs, I believe, were attack-minded subs. Yeah. But they were like for like, right? So Eddie's come on for Martinelli. Uh, Tierney's come on for White and Tommy Asu's gone to right back. So even White's the more attacking of the two right backs out of him and Tommy Asu. And he was playing really well getting forward. And Vieira mm. on for Odegaard. Really, if you want a goal, you don't take off Odegaard and Martinelli. I, I think he mixed it up to see if maybe in a different way we could get through them. But Xhaka wasn't but, but making, you know, luck. 
well, yeah, Xhaka wasn't making long-busting runs to the back post, as we've seen all season. He wasn't powering mm. forward. Um, I, I didn't see us kind of going all out with every set piece. I don't know. There was just... I kind of reflect on yeah, it and actually what you know, I, I want I wonder and, and, and then I, and then the follow up question is, did Arteta perhaps has he maybe learnt from some of those games where he was perhaps a little bit too eager to turn it around fully and get the win and just looked at a bigger picture and thought and I'm not saying I agree with this, but thought, okay, not been our day. We should have killed it off in the first forty five. We didn't. They're looking quite dangerous. If we win it, great. If not, I'm not risking everything to get the three points. And maybe that shows some long-term thinking. I don't know. I'm putting that out there. I, I think there's something I to don't, that. I, I, I think it's a fair point. Oh, I don't you. agree. No, no, no. No, no, no. I think it's a fair point. Yeah. I just don't agree. I, I don't think he was thinking, let's just keep what we've got and get out of here with a point. It's not. I think he was trying to win no, the game. I don't mean um, that. But do you think he did everything to win it? Take, take back to Wolves at home. Uh, yeah. 1-0 down in the last 10 minutes. We went to a back three. He chucked Pepe, Inketia, Martinelli, yeah. Saka, all on at the same time. Lacazette as well. Odegaard still on the pitch. Um, and then he had a back three of like Tierney, uh, White and Gabriel or something. He basically said, you three are just going to have to do what you can because we're going for it. I didn't see that. And and I don't necessarily think that's actually a terrible thing. I think, the, I the think system... it was... Yeah. No, sorry, know, sorry, go sorry. The system no, change in that game, though, might have been necessitated by the fact of who we were playing. Maybe the system change against Southampton wasn't enforced because Southampton played different to Wolves. I, it, I, I could be wrong. You could be the, 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 the text that could be right. I just it's think an interesting, like, it's an interesting theory. I'm not, I've not thought of it like that. I did. I didn't think he's trying and to it, get a if point. If you're in the here. comments section, if you're in the comments section, please say if that was your idea because I. I I'll try to find it as well. It was yeah, it was, it's, it's, I, I see what you're saying because there's that thing of like, you know, oh, like, you know, at the, the game against Man United, like, you know, like, don't, if you can't win it, don't lose it. And I think maybe there's a little bit in that, what, what he'd done, because I just didn't understand the substitutions, if, I, if I'll be honest, you know what I mean? I don't understand why you're taking Martinelli off. If well, wasn't that good, Lee? I heard a lot of people agreeing with what you're saying, saying, oh, he was your best player. I, I thought he was okay, Martin. I didn't yeah, think he, he was. was... A, he, he always looks dangerous, Joel. Yeah, he looks like yeah. he could do something. You know what I mean? That's that's my thing. Like, yeah. And realistically, I think over the last couple of games, it, I don't think putting Tommy Asu there has helped Martinelli because we don't get the ball out mm. quick enough to him. Mm. Get Tierney on there, and then like you think, like right, we can could do it. But if you have a look at, we sort of run out of options. We didn't really know what we was doing mm. down that side. We kept getting it on the left hand side, and then coming back over the right. And you know, and what someone made a good point today. Why, why, if you why continually keep taking Ben White off and putting Tommy Asu over there? Does he not trust uh, Ben White to see out a game? I don't know. I, you know, what I mean, I, ben White I, I've got a theory. Really well. it, it's a really, really left field theory, but because Ben White isn't built like a fullback and he and you have to do so much running up and down the line as a fullback. He might just gas out after seventy minutes. He might just gas out after. Yeah, most fullbacks are kind of slighter, and I just I, I wonder if being a centre back, which is what he is, getting up and down, getting up and down for a whole game. The only person I can think of who's that big, who was a fullback, who still blows my mind, was Ivanovic. He was a big unit. It was baffled me how he got up and down so much um, as, as that size of the fullback. I, I'm just guessing here, but he I may think. think Tommy Asu is taller than him. He's tall, but he's slight. Yeah, he's 6'2". Okay. But okay. he's slight. Do you know what I mean? But th there's definitely something in Arteta's... Uh, we've seen it in lots of different iterations of his Arsenal team. One fullback is expected to attack more than the other. And, and throughout a lot of that first half, it was White as overlapping Saka. I taught every, every show I plug the Tactical Insight show. But, yeah, you've um, done it three I, times know, today, James. Yeah, fine. already. Yeah, no, no. no worries. I've got this great show with Graham called the Tactical yeah, Insight Show. Plugged an electrician, you, haven't you? <laughs> 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 and um i mean i don't know why you have to be an electrician to have a plug um but anyway so um so ben white <laughs> very good though uh it, it was white all first half helping saka out tommy Asu, we talk about him not getting forward as much what happens when tierney comes on and white comes off tommy Asu goes to right back and where's our biggest attacking threat it's down the left it just feels like there's clearly a focus of attack for, for Arsenal. Um, and I would like us to come across as a little bit more unpredictable in whether we're going to go right or left. Yeah. For a lot of this season, we yeah. have been. I think in the Southampton game, it was pretty obvious where we felt we were having the most joy and then pretty obvious where we were looking to do it 
in at the end. And maybe there's Arsenal have come so far under Arteta, especially in the last year and three months or so. Um, they really have. However, you know, there's still those kind of little things will still creep in because we're not the finished article. At times last yeah. season when we really needed a goal, I wondered if we were necessarily going to look like we were going to get it. I felt sometimes we looked a little pedestrian, a little predictable. And I think there were shades of that towards the end of the Southampton game. But in the first half, I thought we were scintillating at times. So, yeah, we you know, brilliant. it's a work Breath in progress. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go on, sorry. Go on, sorry. But keeping in mind time, because we are coming up to the 50-minute yeah. mark, we've mentioned the disappointment of the result. We've mentioned the refs. We've mentioned the missed chances. One thing we haven't mentioned, and I think this will lead us into the PSV game, is I'm seeing a lot of maybe it's fatigue, maybe you know it's the tired the, the players are getting tired. Uh, absolute nonsense to me. 15 games into the season, but we have got PSV this Thursday. Um, we are more or less secure in in the um, first position in that. Well, one point will do it for us in the next two games. How do we approach it then? Uh, and is the cause for fatigue and tiredness warranted, Jordan? Um. I definitely think that they have looked a little bit leggy over the last two or three games. I think Lee was explaining in the last pod, you know, I think it's three games in 10 days, trips, you know, abroad. Um, so, I, 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 you know, to, to, to lead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm necessarily condoning that, but I'm just saying I think there's an argument that they've looked a little bit off it in the last three or four games because maybe they're just kind of, you know, it's catching up with them a little bit. I don't know whether that's right or wrong. I, I don't know. But um, in terms of this game, I'm conflicted because half of me thinks that we should go strong-ish to just try and play our way back in some kind of form and not leave. If we lose this game and we have to win the last game to guarantee top spot, that's another game. You want, you, want, you want that last game to be a game where you can leave some of your first teamers at home. Don't even bring them, let alone on the, on the, on the, on the bench. So I, I'm kind of, but then again, if you then, some of those players like Saka, why is Saka playing every single game? I don't understand why yeah. Saka's playing Europa League games. I, I don't get that, but I, I'd probably lean towards um, having a, having a strong-ish team just to dead the group. Just dead the group wrap up the points ASAP and try and get some of your first team players off ASAP, even if if it's true, some of those first teamers are looking a bit leggy. But I just think that last game, you want it to be a dead rubber. So I don't want to have yeah. to, I don't want to lose this game and then we have to win the final, do you know what I mean? Win the final yeah, yeah. game then. Right, so right. I'd probably go strong again in this one. I'm going to pass it to Lee next. And before I do, I'm going to bring up the table. None of us got a correct score last time, mm. Matt. We all predicted a win. And to be honest with you, I know I've fucked up because I've get, given all of us a point and none of us actually got a point. So on the next one, you're going to see Lee on 15, James on 14, me on 12 and Jordan on 11. I'm just used to giving us points so far this season because Arsenal kept on winning up until that point. Um, Lee, what do you think about the fatigue and and, and thoughts uh, on listen, the game? I, 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 I think all teams are probably suffering from a little bit like, you know, if I'll be honest, that... The only thing I would say is about Europe is that we've got a European game this week and we're at home next time. The last couple of games we played in Europe, we've been away, you know. So, you know, those they are tough. Let's be honest. When you go away from home, it's tougher than being at home. It's, it's yeah. you know, the way it is. So, I, I think that the I'm, I'm with Jordan on this one. You know, the game next, next week, we've got um, Zurich. Uh, in between the Chelsea game, like, you know, like Chelsea will be playing tomorrow, I think, like trying to, secure top spot as well like you know so they'll be looking to do to, to do exactly the same thing as us this week like so I think that going into next week if we could like you know say like play a load of youngsters and not worry about it and have all that energy for that 12 o'clock kickoff by the way on on that Sunday so it's less recovery than what 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 um is normal I think it's massive that we get something in this game like you know so I think that they go basically quite strong but listen this is a game we don't have to win in it this, this, this. See if we can be tactical. I'm looking forward to this game because I think this is a game where I want to see is is Mikel got the tactical awareness and tactical know-how to get a draw in this game. Cool. Well, hit us with a prediction. Lee. You're top of the table. I've just fixed the table as well, people. That's how professional I am. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Sorted it out. League on. Well, you can guess what I'm going for then, can't you? Like, you know what I mean, like for this week, like you know, six nil to the Arsenal. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going from one-one draw. Oh, you disgrace. Oh, you disgrace. 
disgusting man. Some Arsenal fan. Oh my god, James. <laughs> um. So on the whole fatigue thing, I was just doing some on the spot research because I know that's why you all love me. Um. I went all the way back to the 2015-16 season, and bar one year where we played five games in October, there wasn't a single one where we played. Well, well, every single one was six. We played six games in October. Is what I'm trying to say in a very clever way. We played six games every October. We've now played our seventh was Southampton, and we've got our eighth and ninth to come. So that's already three more games. You're talking about a young team that last season played five games, so it's four more games that they're used to. Then you're adding the fact that the Euros, and then that came straight into the new season. Then they had those two weeks of ridiculous international games for no reason at all. And then the season even started earlier this year on the 5th of August. So what's the conclusion I'm coming to? There probably is... A fatigue issue. And when I look at our rival, our rivals or the big six or whatever, the other teams playing in Europe, I don't think they all look their sharpest, fittest, best, if I'm honest. United mm. had a very good week against Chelsea and Spurs, don't get me wrong. But otherwise, I've been pretty underwhelmed by their performances. Liverpool, we know, are having problems. Tottenham are having problems. Chelsea have hit a bit of a, you know, a lull. Um, and City, you can't tell me they're at the best thing. Brighton had more possession at the Etihad. Even mm. City on an off day will still have 60% of the ball. So I think this is, I think there is something absolutely in this. Even though we've been able to rotate, we're still traveling, taking a lot of those players. We're still giving them an hour here, half an hour here, whatever. Um, is it an excuse? No, because everyone really is having this. And even a lot of Premier League teams are having to play more games um, in, in, in this month. But I definitely think there's something in the whole fatigue argument. Um, I would rotate the whole 11 because, like I said in another show, three things need to happen for us not to top the group. PSV need to beat us. Then they need to go to Bodo Glimt and win. Difficult thing to do. And we need to drop points at home to Zurich. All three things happening would be incredible. If they do, so, I mean, if, it, if they do, it's like, oh, wow, okay, unbelievable. All right, well, let's negotiate these two extra games in the Europa League. We don't want to, but I just think let's focus on the here and now in the Premier League. We've got the job done in the Europa League. And I think if we continue this momentum, the Europa League is not going to be our priority anyway. I'm all for winning trophies. And I would want to, I'd want to prioritise winning the Europa League over securing second or third, right? Unless we're in a title race, I'm, I'd rather win a trophy. But I just think where things are with the Europa League, we've got that done and dusted. We're into the next round. Just rotate heavily. Don't give minutes to our key players. Go out and try and blow Nottingham Forest away and get that 10th win on the board. That's how I would approach the Um, But I think PSV are very good. And I think if we do something similar, yeah, I don't think it will go great. So I'm going to go for a nil-nil, actually. I think this has got a nil-nil on it. Uh, but they could beat us. Fair argument. I'm Fair waiting. argument. I'm waiting. What are you waiting for? Well, we for, for him up there on the new disgraceful person. <laughs> I, I presented, <laughs> I presented world class evidence. Anytime someone yeah, doesn't like, yeah. win, you're on to their I'm next. With you, James. I think it'll be a not very negative game. Thank you very much. Come on, then. What are you going for? Uh, well, I think a heavy rotation is needed. PSV have more on the line than us. Um, our poorest performances up until Leeds in the league came in the Europa League. 2 1. <laughs> 2-1 PSV. You're absolutely You're unbelievable. Like. Having a go at us for going to draw and you've gone PSV. I don't believe you're absolute. Get him off this stream now. I wish it wasn't the case, but I can't lie. Recent form and, and, and the rotation that's going to happen, regardless if it's the full 11 or most of the 11, it just hasn't boded well in performances. And PSV need to win this. I yeah. still think we'll top the group um, in yeah. the end. But yeah, and PSV... I, They're I think, in a fight with Bodo Glimpse, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Gakpo was quiet, but Simmons, he caused us some problems and they're going to be home and their fans are really up for it. They're going to... You know, they're, they are a 12th man, um, as people like to say. So, yeah, Jordan... Oh, you got me thinking. You got you got me thinking now, Turkish. Um, just ah, to, don't to, copy my. Stay one one. I'm gonna before I get to that. Just don't say nil nil. Stay one one. Quick points. Quick points. Right, Medish, you are. The more I think about it, the more I think there is something in this idea that players going to the World Cup are starting to think about it. It's affecting their performances now. I think a lot of players are seeing players who are injured, missing World Cups, 
are thinking about that and I think it's affecting how they're playing now. Not just Arsenal, I think all players. So I think that might be playing a role while we're seeing a little bit of a lull across the league um, over the last couple of weeks. Um, and second of all, um, Lee made a point about... Um, was it Lee? I forgot the point. I forgot the point. Anyway, it's probably rubbish anyway. I think we are going to... Oh, he... man. There was no follow-on from that. He just went, Lee made a crap point. Anyway, I'm rubbish. going for... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for he made a really good point, but I forgot what it was. But anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, man. I'm going for... Put him on mute, someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Turkish will nod along again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I oh, thought man, Turkish like, did it. I've, I've, I've got to be tactical. If I go for a win, I can make some serious points up here. No one's gone for a win. If you go for a win, we're not going to win. No, nah, yes, no, no, let him do what he wants. Shut up, you Lee. Oh, man. Um, all right. I'm going to. Oh, I don't believe. I'm going to go for a win. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go two one, two one Arsenal. Two one. Although Arsenal. I don't, I don't believe that. But I'm just being tactical here. I'm being cool. tactical. So we have one one from Lee. Uh, we have nil nil James. I'm going two one PSV. Jordan's gone two one Arsenal. So first time in a little while, there's gonna be a change up, Lee. There's gonna be a change up. There's a hundred percent change up. Someone's oh, gonna, uh, someone's gonna get it right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Someone is. Um. Where are we moving on to next? Listen, we're going to get comments of the day in before we do that, Lee. Um, have you cancelled your Boxing Day and New Year's Eve plans? Here we go. More crying. Yeah, I have. I, I, There's I, a fucking I, guy that watches it in his, in his comfortable living. Well, to be honest, I've been watching the studio most of the season. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I've been there many times. I'm a little bit annoyed. I think it's a real kick in the old ghoulies, right? Um, it's it's a tangling of legs. This for the for the for the going going match day fan. This really like you know. Now I'm not too bothered about the Boxing Day one. I'm going to say that because the Boxing Day one, eight o'clock, you can spend a still a bit of time with your family, leave at seven and get there for eight o'clock if you're localish. You know what I mean. But obviously, like for a lot of for a lot of uh, some of our fans we know travel from from all over the place, it's difficult. So. I, I think it's epoxy time, if I'll be honest, really. Um, but I, it's doable for me. The, bo- the the New Year's Eve one on a half past five on a Brighton, I think it's just a, a real kick in the goonies for the travelling fans. You know what I mean? Like, I just do think that. You know what I mean? It, it, it was bad enough it was a three o'clock or, or a 12.30 or something like, you know. Uh, I understand they've got to play the games, but come on, like, you know what I mean? It means that, you know, like, for New Year's Eve, you, you can't go out or whatever. I just think it's a, just an absolute joke. I thought, I'm, I'm not going. I thought last year was a disgrace having us midday, 1st of January against Man City. And that was at the Emirates, I, you know, because you want to enjoy New Year's Eve, you want to be out. Yeah, and, and making up Man City fans getting get down drunk yet. at that game. Yeah, so this one, this yeah, one's I, even worse. I, I just think it's... I just think it's uh, you know, listen, we know what it is. We know it's just for the TV companies and, uh, you know, that's it. Yeah, you, the, the match day fan gets kicked in the old, um, in, in the template again, like, you know, and... Uh, in the template. Yeah, well... I was looking forward to Brighton. I'd actually booked up an hotel to go down there the night before, stay there, watch the game. Because I thought it was going to be an early kickoff. I'll be honest. That's why I'd done it, like, you know what I mean? And then so everybody gets home a reasonable yeah. time for New Year's Eve. But, you know, so basically, like, you know, if you've got families and all that, it's going to conflict families. I know it is, uh, you know, because Boxing Day is, is a tricky one. Do you remember back in the day, it used to be like in London, you couldn't have a game in the afternoon. It used to have to be in the morning. So, like, you know, you'd have to play like 12 o'clock or half 11. And then it was like, back in, you, you know, like, yeah. see it with the families and things like that. And, you know, I mean, you'd be back by, you know, you'd have to come straight home at three <clears> o'clock <throat> and all that. It weren't too bad. But I just think it causes a lot of problems in the family and all for families and, and, and whatever as well. But they don't care. Nah, they don't. And you know what? I was going to go around and ask everyone, but considering we've already passed an hour and this is our longest ever Forever Arsenal podcast show that we've done since beginning... Um, I'm thinking to move it on. Lee, you got the comments of the week as usual. I say, well, I say the week. It's comments of the day now. 
because um, we've been informed that we have two podcasts a week. We already knew that, but comment of the week sounds a bit better. We're moving to comment of the day, but today it's comments of the day. Uh, yeah, we, we, we thought we had to have two again, like, because they were great, like. So this is from MGC. Turkish bad mind for nodding on when Jordan was on mute talking. Like I thought that was classic. If you haven't seen it, go back and look at it. I didn't see it at the time, but it is an absolute classic. Somebody, you know so, somebody also wrote um, between four minutes twenty one and five minutes nineteen. Yeah. Some of Jordan's best, best, best opinion. Best content that he's done. Like, yeah, really so, uh, but I, I just, I actually went back and looked at that because uh, I missed it with, uh, and it is funny. So well done to Turkish Shut for up, that. Dude. It was very good. Right? <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank you. And we've gone for JC, who, because um, we, we asked what. Um, <coughs> you know, like what players we'd be. And I thought it was a very good one, this, and we had some brilliant ones, but decided to go for this one in the end. Turkish is Saliba, no nonsense. Jordan's Gabriel, Howler's everywhere. James is Saka, nice mannered wow. mummy's boy. And <laughs> Lee is Ramsdale the Joker. So we got that. <laughs> right, so I, I thought that was very, very good. So... Uh, <laughs> So well, well done. done. And listen, like thanks for the comments coming in. Some of them were absolutely fantastic, like you know. Uh, and I think there was over three hundred, over three hundred comments, like you know. What I mean, incredible. Yeah, it's mad. Cool. Thank you. So there you have everyone. Even the idiots, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Jordan loves it. People, he loves it. So keep them coming. Um, and yeah, we'll be back after the PSV game, just before the Nottingham Forest game. Podcast will probably be out this, well, th this one's out because you're seeing it, but the next one will be out Friday around midday. Um, we'll look to get that out. Hopefully it's not an 8 a.m. recording, but we'll see. We'll see. You're, you can tell by my face when the podcast starts what time it is. Um, big up Jordan, big up Lee, big up James. And mine. <laughs> big up Jordan, Lee and James as usual. Um, hope you guys have enjoyed. Hit the like <clears throat> button on the way out. Um, leave a comment. We do comments of the day now, so you you know we enjoy it, you enjoy it. So make sure you guys engage with us. I'm in the comment section afterwards after the shows go up anyway. So love to everyone engaging with us, showing us love, showing us support. Not only in the comment section, but in and around the stadiums, games, and just general walks of life too. Um, there's a lot of support for this podcast. So love for the love, people. Hit the like button, um, and we're gonna wrap it up here. And we're going to wrap it up with a good evening because Unai Emery is on the way back to the Premier League. Aston Villa, we ain't got no time to talk about it. We will in the future. Um, yeah, good luck to him. Villa ain't got nothing to do with us, so it is what it is. Love for the love, people. We are out. Hope you guys enjoy. Sports Social Podcast Network.